0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to another episode of So I'm Married a Horror Fan. This is our last episode for November. I'm very excited about this. Um, This is a last minute episode because we weren't sure when we were going to get to watch this show. So I am one of your hosts, Simon. I'm Lee. And today we are talking about Chucky. But before we get into the little ginger prick, I am going to drop a bombshell on y'all. Okay. I just watched the trailer for the mean one before we started recording this. Mr. Grinch. Holy shit!
1: <clears throat> I was not present for
0: it, mate. So it's this is, this is wild. So you know they're doing that blood and honey Winnie the Pooh movie, mm-hmm. and then they're doing a new one about Bambi called Bambi Reckoning, mm-hmm. where Bambi goes crazy.
1: Wham!
0: Bam! Bam! Bambi. They're doing a they're mm-hmm. doing a weird uh, Peter Pan one. Although Peter Pan is has always been yeah. a horror movie. He's all like, hey, man, I'm going to take these. So basically, I've always considered Peter Pan to, like, he he's a child murderer, right? He's like some Freddy Krueger shit. He's taking people to fucking that island that's owned Neverland. by like Prince Andrew's mates. And he's all like, Hats hey, kids. Pink. So what's, yeah, because what's the island? There's an island in there. Neverland. No, what what I was saying is he takes them to that island in real life. Like Prince Andrew's mates own that island. Don't they, oh, I yeah, don't, to don't know, That's what the whole trial was about. And then that guy got killed, I can't remember what it was, Epstein, Epstein's Island. Because that's basically what it implies, is that he takes kids of a certain age and then takes them to a fucking island and, like, murders them. No. There is a there is a theory There's that when imp- they get too old that he kills them.
1: There is at one point that when, I, I can't believe the line is, but it is kind of vaguely implied that when they start growing up and get too old, they do tend to disappear mysteriously. So... Peter Ofston, basically.
0: So I reckon it's going to be like some Hunger Games shit. Peter Pan's like, I'm fucking these kids up on this island.
1: Maybe.
0: Um, so I watched the trailer for The Mean One. And it's so fucking funny because it's David Thornton Hall who plays... Not the
1: mean
0: one? The Grinch. The Grinch horror movie. Oh, it's The
1: Grinch horror movie. So
0: yeah. it's David Thornton Hall who plays Art the Mime. This guy, my boy up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, basically, it's like some fucking Halloween 2018 shit. So it's in Newville, not Whoville. And the girl's name is... Cindy, Lou, you know who, because it's not because uh, of copyrights. They never call him the Grinch. He's only referred to as the mean one. And the trailer starts with her waking up in the morning and she sees like the Grinch like stealing her shit. And um, he like fucking kills her mum and then cut to 20 years later and fucking Cindy Lou Who's getting tooled up. She's like, I won't be a victim anymore. It's time to take out this beast. And she's got a fucking gun and a candy a giant candy cane. And she's like whooping his ass. Fair. And it's all about... The, the Grinch is basically a slasher villain. But because of the rights, they can't call him the Grinch. Because I think, I think the difference is with like Peter Pan...
1: They're all public. Yeah,
0: and like... Winnie the Pooh, they get away with calling him Winnie the Pooh and Piglet and all that in the movie because they're public domain. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't think Dr. Zeus material no, no, is they, public no. domain. I think
1: the rights for it are like, I think by Universal. Yeah.
0: So he kind of looks like the Grinch, but the Grinch, if he was drawn from memory by someone with amnesia, like a, like an artist sketch of the Grinch. Um, and they just keep referring to the, him as the mean one and the beast. And, like, the place they live in is Newville rather than Hooville And it's all very whack. It looks really fucking weird. And, like, I love this weird trend where everyone's like, hey, man, we can just take these kids fucking... I'm waiting for the Wizard of Oz one next, because Wizard of Oz is public domain.
1: I love the fact that they basically go, remember all that shit you loved when you were a kid? Have a, have a murder movie.
0: Yeah. Like, if somebody was to do a proper scooby like, a Scooby-Doo one... Like that Scooby Doo comic from like ten years ago, Scooby doo Apocalypse. So it's all adult, and they're just hanging out, and it's like The Walking Dead, and they're all tooled up. I'd be like, yeah, I'd be into it, but like, I, I, there's been a lot of horror movies out, which we're going to discuss in our next episode. Like, I've had a lot of shit to watch this year. I ain't wasting time watching no fucking Grinch ass Grinch horror movie, like, no. But yeah, there you go. Something for you guys to watch over Christmas. Anyway, we are today walking, talking, walking, talking about. Chucky, season two, two. Uh, which has just aired here in the UK. Um, it just started. So this episode's going out on the 30th. It all dropped on Sky Sci-Fi. If you guys have Sky or Now TV, you can watch the box set. It dropped on the 26th. And it finished a week ago in America. So I want to say up top, if you guys haven't caught up with it yet, this is a full spoiler review. So if you haven't caught up on it, go watch it. Come back. That usual thing. If you choose not to and you listen to it anyway, don't bitch at us. This is your warning that from here on out we will be doing big spoilers forever.
1: All of the spoilers.
0: Yeah. So so we're gonna start the chat in five. <laughs> I
1: love four, the you give
0: them a countdown. Three, two, one. That scene where Chucky gave Devon Sour a blowjob was Amazing! <laughs> <laughs>
1: surprised that didn't happen to be fair
0: um this franchise is so weird so i was thinking this when i was watching it because i think i said to you when i think we got about four episodes into it and i said to you it's weird how they've made chucky look softer Mm -hmm. like he doesn't look as scary as he used to no and i don't know if that's just because he's been redesigned multiple times and like the design for the tv series is slightly different it's more in keeping with like the curse and cult version of him rather than like yeah. the child's play or bride version of him. But he seems like more. Like outside of some of the gore in this, it seems like this is a franchise. And I have to, I genuinely have to be really careful what I say here because of how this franchise is viewed in this country. Like it seems like they've tried to make it not softer, but like appeal to a younger audience. Yeah. Which obviously, given. The, the film's repu- the, the franchise's reputation in this country because of what happened. Mm-hmm. It's a weird choice, but like I think I said to you, watching this, this feels like the TV series feels like it very much falls in line with everything from Bride onwards, but it has very little in common other than the fact that Andy and Kyle are in it, yeah, with like the Chucky and one, two, and three, yeah, um, and it's really strange, like how. They have evolved this franchise over the last 30-odd years into what it is now. Um, And I also think it's really fucking... You cannot watch this show and follow it without having watched at least a few of the movies.
1: Yeah, because I've only seen Bride, so you you kept having to pause while you explained bits to me.
0: Yeah, and, like, I've seen everything from bride onwards but i've never seen the original three for reasons i talked i'm not going to go over it again because i talked about it on our last episode so if you want to know that backstory go and listen to our episode on season one but um yeah it's it's because i i thought the first season struck a really good balance Mm -hmm. of like they brought in a lot of characters from the latter half of the the franchise and they did a lot of wacky stuff and there's a lot of like this person's in this person's body, but they're also in this person's body and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I thought, cohesively, the first season was easier to understand.
1: Yeah, with, whereas... a, with a no back back knowledge of Chucky. I feel like the assumption is, they were like, if you're watching the second season, you've probably, and like, I've enjoyed watching the first already and now watching the second, you've probably gone back and watched all of the films. Yeah. I have not done that.
0: So... Uh, quick cheap plug, uh, the box set, if you haven't seen any of the films, the Blu-ray box set, which was really hard to get hold of for a while, is actually £20 on Amazon at the moment. Is that if the one you... we've got where yeah.
1: the good guy box? Yeah,
0: so if you live in the UK and you want to get yourself some of that sweet, sweet Chucky action, uh, the seven film collection is £20 on Amazon at the moment. And the first season of Chucky on Blu-ray is £9.99. Hashtag not an Amazon affiliate. Just look it out for my bros so everyone gets a good deal. Because uh, we have the box set and we have the first season. We and got we the, the good guy edition, didn't we? We'll probably cool we get this uh, on. on
1: Blu-ray as well when it's released.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I thought there was a lot of spinning plates in this there season. There were.
1: And there was quite a few new characters to contend with this season.
0: Yeah. i I didn't think the second season was as good as the first. Mm, okay. I thought... There were moments in the second season where it <sighs> disappeared up its own ass a little bit mm-hmm. and i'm trying i'm trying not to be harsh because the thi one of the things I do love about this franchise and I do love now that Don mancini's back in charge is that he has a lot of creative control and obviously he wants to tie everything together so I I do like that aspect of it that he basically just goes you know what fuck it we're just going to do this this and this and you know continuity be damned but I thought that this season took a lot longer to get going considering it was only eight episodes like the first one it took a lot longer to get going mm. I didn't find any of the newer characters to be particularly interesting <gasps> other than Devon Sauer as the sexy priest
1: I like the nun which one the good one, not the bad
0: one. Which one was the good one? Oh my god, what was her name? Sister. Not
1: the sis- one who was constantly fighting with Devon Sower's character.
0: Oh, yeah, not Sister Ruth. No, she not was a-
1: Sister Ruth. What was her character She name? was a
0: cunt, and she got stabbed in the eye, because she sucked.
1: What was her name? Um... Sister Catherine, there we
0: go. Yeah, she was alright.
1: Yeah, see, I mean, Sister Catherine... Um, Catherine. I really liked Nadine. I know you didn't. <clears throat> I really liked Nadine. I liked her childlike glee again to do Chucky shit.
0: Do you know what? I was really shocked and I was kind of half expecting it to be revealed. I don't know if you had the same th- feeling as me, but I was kind of expecting her to be a third split of Glen yeah. and Glenda. No. Because I was like...
1: Was it because she was ginger? <laughs> Is this another one of those? She's ginger. She must somehow be related to Chucky. Yeah,
0: but also I kind of had a feeling that they were like, maybe she was or like another part that like, you know how like they had the scout Chucky infiltrating yeah. the kids? I was like, oh, okay, maybe she's like a third split from Glen and Glenda and she's there to infiltrate the kids. And I was like, that would make a lot of sense. It just turns Not really.
1: out. I feel like giving Glenn and Glenda a third a third body makes no sense because the reason how we have the two of them in this is
0: because of Glenda. is because they are Glenn yeah. and Glenda although I will say that fucking Nadine Kid's death was fucking great cause she was so irritating. Oh I really like and she got her. like she got a really cool like Exorcist three type death.
1: And she did have. And she
0: came back as a fucking angel at one point. Yeah,
1: she did at one point. It was see. The thing is, is I will agree with you on this. I think the the second season started out quite slowly, Mm -hmm. but there were episodes in this season that were far more memorable to me than most of the first season put (coughs) together. Yeah. So there's the episode um, where we meet. Glenn and Glenda properly, yep. played by uh, Lachlan Watson.
0: Yes, they are They are amazing.
1: fantastic as Glenn and Glenda. Yeah. They do such a good job. But I can't think what the episode is called, where it's, it's like a murder mystery. It's
0: episode four, I think. It
1: is episode four. Um,
0: Jennifer Tilly's spooky jazz jamboree. Or Death on
1: Denial. Yeah. There we go. Her
0: spooky jazz jamboree. Her
1: spooky jazz jamboree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Death in Denial was a really great episode. It was a really great like bottle episode to a degree mm-hmm. as well. And it's like bookended by like a Chucky talk show.
0: Yeah. And I my, my favourite thing about this episode. So there's three things I love about this episode. One, I love the fact that they made it look like an Agatha Christie episode. It was Because that shit was crazy. Um, I also love the fact that they, they went really meta and like brought in a lot of like people in actual Jennifer Tilly's, Tilly's life. life yeah. So they brought her sister Meg into it. Um, they brought in Joe Pantaleone and they brought in uh, Gina Gershon obviously uh, as a Bound reunion. So for people that have seen Bound, they all work together on that movie. Then they make then they make it even more meta than that and imply that both of them are trying to fuck her, which is really, really fucking funny. Um, and then they also, the bit that got me was obviously the, t- the Chucky wraparound. And they broke the fourth, fifth and sixth wall by bringing in Liv Morgan from WWE who has stated on numerous occasions that she is a Child's Play fan. Uh, she has dressed as Chucky on multiple occasions when she's wrestled. She did an episode of Dead Meat. So if you guys listen to Dead Meat podcast or watch Dead Meat on YouTube, uh, James does a series called uh, like My Favourite Scary Movie. She did an episode on that where she talks about Child's Play. And then in the episode, they actually used one of her real-life interviews where she talks about wanting to be killed by Chucky as Chucky kills her. And I just thought the layers to that was fucking amazing, and like the way he kills her is just like really fucking funny as well. Because he says he says like because he he hasn't killed anyone in the whole episode, and he says at the end he's like, oh, I've got to give the people what they want, and he's like, I can only he's like I've only used like one of the ten fucks that they give us, so he's like stabbing her going fuck 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 fuck, fuck. it's so funny, like it's just like. You you literally just put this in just as like a little thing at the end of the episode, like a little tag. And it's just it's it's great.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the, I think that episode for me is memor- more memorable than most of the first season. Although I do feel a little bit let down with this season, purely because at the end of the first season, obviously we end with all of the Chucky's being like the Charmy, the Charmy. Um, and then this season opens with basically all of them getting killed in a car accident. And I was like, why have you given me a Chucky army and then immediately taken it away? It's like, God giveth, God taketh yeah. away. And I was like, Don giveth. A- don't take it away. What
0: did you think of the different variants of Chucky? In well, because we end up
1: with only three of the variants, really, don't we? So mm-hmm. we've got a Scout Chucky, Hench Chucky, and Bald Chucky.
0: Yeah, and then we've got Chucky Prime, uh, Chucky which is Prime actual who's, Chucky who's in Nika's he's body. He's in Nika's
1: body. Yeah. Um, I like. So, Scout Chucky, who from this moment I will refer to as Good Chucky. Yeah. I love him, and I like when they turn him good, just because I think he's. Weirdly fucking adorable, and yeah. I can understand why everyone kind of goes, "Aww." It's
0: it's the weird like. So they do the whole Clockwork Orange thing, which is <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> so funny. It's the way they like hold his eyes open with bobby pins, and like they got him like taped to a fucking like iPhone. It's
1: the... When he's like when he like was obviously released himself and they were like when did, how did you do that and he's like oh they came loose during my little pony but I just didn't want to interrupt anybody yeah. and I was like oh and like there's the there's
0: the weird subplot with like him and Nadine when Nadine treats him like an actual child yeah and she's like oh my sweet baby and it's like.
1: Because oh, yeah, Nadine and um, Jake are his godparents. Yeah. <laughs> That's they, they,
0: do they do a fucking baptism. baptism. They fucking exercise the poor little bastard, like in the <laughs> second do. to last episode. They do thought
1: um,
0: Yeah, I thought. I thought There's he...
1: a great line during the exorcism scene, actually, where they're holding him down and he turns to. Oh, fuck, what's his name? Devon. No bjork's character Devin. yeah devon yeah. and bjork
0: literally... his name's bjorn, bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bjork <laughs> fuck's sake.
1: i tried okay <laughs> i don't have his name in front of me normally i've got the cast list up and i don't um but yeah he turns to devon he's like your mother sucks cocks in hell and devon just goes we've all seen that movie <laughs> and i was like this is so joyful yeah
0: um <laughs> I, I like him because the th- the great thing about the good Chucky is like you never know if he's fucking
1: he, with you or not
0: because he does evil shit and then he kind of like it's kind of like Summer from the OC he has these like rage blackouts like oh like I didn't know that I did that thing and it's like you're kind of like you're always watching him like what is this shady little bastard up to uh, I'm going to completely ruin ruin the whole image of like anyone that's never seen a picture of me or doesn't know what I look like I'm about to ruin it for all of you guys that may be thirsty for my sexy British Hugh Grant accent. (laughs) When I, because I'm bald and I have a beard, but when I'm clean shaven and like freshly shaven on the head, so no hair on my head at all, I look like like bald bald Chucky. Chucky. I
1: was going to say that's where you're going, isn't it? (laughs) Although I do also like bald Chucky quite a lot. Who's like a cannibal. And yeah. he wears a necklace of, I'm assuming, Chucky
0: is. Yeah, so he's he's kind of based on like general pattern. And yeah,
1: from Apocalypse Now. Yeah,
0: isn't he's he? based on like Mar like Marlon Brando's has, character. He
1: has Nam flashbacks sometimes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's he's doing he's doing Marlon Brando's like accent from Apocalypse Now, oh, and it's really he's fucking so funny. funny. There's like a, there's like a scene where like you see him for the first time. Well, no, no, it's not when you see him for the first time. Cause you see him in the truck at the beginning. But like they go to these woods. It's Devon and Lexi. I think it's like episode four or five. Episode
1: five, I think it might be episode six. Actually, I'm trying to think what episode happened when. Oh, yeah, I think it's episode six. So I'm pretty sure it happens during He Has Risen.
0: They go to these fucking woods, and it looks like cannibal holocaust. Like there's all these fucking dead Chuckies on like pikes and like hanging up from trees and shit. And they go to this cabin and, like, Andy's there being fucking useless like he always is. And, like, Chucky's cut a massive chunk out of his leg and he's just, like, eating bits of it. And he's, like, stabbing bits of it and stuff. And, like, this is what I mean. Like, there's certain elements of this show where you look at Chucky and you're just like... So the way that they portray Chucky in the franchise now is kind of like the Freddy Krueger effect. So for the first three movies, he's like scary as fuck, and I'm like, I ain't fucking with that doll. Like fuck that shit. And then like he becomes this like funny mascot who tells these jokes and is like your weird uncle at like Christmas. Um and that's kind of what they did with like Chucky. Um but then like every now and then they they put like either a spin on the character or they, they, they remind you that he is meant to be evil. And like I think that is where like the bald Chucky comes in. Because he's like, fucking, he's a fucking lunatic.
1: He's also very intelligent, bald Chucky.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then obviously there is Hench Chucky. Oh, yeah,
0: Jacked Chucky.
1: Jacked Chucky.
0: (laughs) Which is (laughs) hilarious. This this motherfucker. There's like a mass, like, most
1: of the time you see him, his shirt is like ripped open, but he's got a full six
0: pack. (laughs) But this is also, this is also the Chucky. That the nun thinks has got the face of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Which is also because like There's like a
1: scene where she's yeah.
0: washing his feet. Yeah. <laughs> Sister Ruth, who's the cunty fucking nun, yeah. finds him, and then like Devon Tower's like, you've got a bin in. And then he comes out of the bin and he's all like, I am risen. And she's like, she she genuinely thinks that Jesus has been reborn into a jacked Chucky doll. <laughs> and it's the funniest the funniest is, fucking shit like
1: also he has one of the best kills of this season where i can't think what the character was called all i know was i fucking hated him but he fucking oh, yeah, like, yeah. punches through trevor. his chest and like rips his heart through it's delightful yeah
0: he literally punches he fucking he does the kano heart punch from mortal kombat on this fucking trevor kid yeah like yeah
1: yeah, there's some great, there's some great moments this season. But uh, yeah, there's there's episodes in this so like um, as I was saying. Yeah, um, Death on Denial is a great episode. Doll on Doll, which is the second part of Death on Denial, mm-hmm. where we deal with like the whole Tiffany, um,
0: Jennifer Tilly Jennifer Tilly
1: thing. thing. And you find that Jennifer Tilly is trapped inside the Tiffany doll,
0: and she's working as her accountant. And she's like, <laughs> she's, she's got her. Accountant. She's got her. She's got her stuck in a giant bird cage, and she's got one of those little like accountant typewriters. Yeah. And it's oh man, oh, yeah. There's delightful. like there's some fucking really weird weird shit in this season. Yeah,
1: Doll and Doll is a great episode because obviously we get the uh, the Glenn Glenda doll comes back during that episode as well. Yeah, and they're going on a cross country road trip. It's Jennifer Tilly. The Glen Glenda doll and Glenn... Yeah. ...are on a cross-country road trip. Well, at the same time, Glenda, Negan and... Nika. Glenn oh, Nika yeah, they've and... got
0: the Tiffany doll as well. Yeah, the Williams. Tiffany yeah. doll.
1: But then, yes, yeah, Glenda, Nika and... Oh, what is her name? The girlfriend... Kyle. Kyle. Are in, like, the other car heading... They're all heading to the school. Mm. And there's, like, these two little weird road trip groups.
0: Yeah. It's, um... Yeah, like, there's a few things in this season that, like, I didn't see the point in bringing Andy and Kyle back this season. They could have, like, skipped them out for a season. I liked
1: having them there, though. Like, it didn't give or take anything for me. I did like the the whole Glenn, Glenda thing. Yes. And I love the fact that when Nika meets both of them, obviously, Glenda only meets Nika, really. Yeah, and Glenn whereas meets Whereas Glenda meets Nika and Chucky, Chucky. Prime. Um and I feel like Glenn is like the more murderous no Glenn, yeah, Glenn is the more no, Glenda is the more per- murderous personality.
0: Yeah.
1: Whereas Glenn is the more innocent personality. Yeah, so
0: Glenda is the one with the short orange Annie Lennox and Sweet Dreams are made of these yes. video haircut. Glenn is and
1: the one. And Glenn with is the, the one hair.
0: that's actually dressed like the doll yeah. from the film, but they have got the long hair. But
1: they neither of them remember being Glenda
0: doll. Well you say that because there's that conversation They
1: they, do but they've lived their entire life up until this point really with like kind of no memory of it and then they start having nightmare flashbacks. The
0: weird flashback they keep having is them them killing killing Hannah Spirit which is fucking yeah which is fucking hilarious (laughs) we we must see that Hannah Spirit from S Club 7 death like at least six times times in this fucking season it's so funny yeah because Glenda says that they remember being called Shitface. Yeah. Which is what Chucky calls the Glendol in yeah. Seed.
1: And because he makes, uh, Jackie makes a comment when he's talking to Glenda, and he's like, Shitface!
0: Yeah.
1: I mean it... What's the word I'm looking for? I can't always say it. I mean affectionately. Yeah, because
0: Glenda, Glenda meets Nika and Chucky at the same time, and they ha- they have a dual conversation with Glenda as Chucky. And then when they're doing the exorcism episode, they put Chucky in that fucking bookcase and he talks to Glenda then as well and he's trying to get Glenda to undo his like fucking restraints. Yeah. But it's really interesting like I read a thing before we recorded this from Don Mancini. But
1: that's not Chucky Prime. That's
0: No, that's Kid
1: Chucky, Evil Chucky, Scout Chucky. Yeah. Doll.
0: Chucky Chucky Chucky. Chucky Chucky Chucky. Um I read an in- I read a thing with like Billy Boyd uh just before we recorded this episode where he was saying about coming back because uh they put Glenn and Glenda back in the Glendale, and they refer to the Glendale now as Gigi. And then they go off to London, I think.
1: Yeah, you to London.
0: They tell Tiff. Tiffany in Jennifer Tilly's body that they're going to London to to figure to out to find they the are. heat
1: magazine.
0: Even though Tiffany's like, you know, you're American, right? <laughs> Which I think is really fucking <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, Billy Boyd was saying that like Don Mancini called him and said, like, you know, we're thinking about bringing back the doll, like, would you come back and do the voice? And he was like, yes, of course. And he was saying, like, he's a really big fan of, like, Don Mancini, so he wanted to come back and kind of explore it. But Don Mancini was saying if they get a third season, like, they obviously want to bring back Lachlan Watson because of the work that they did on this season, or, like, kind of explore that idea of, like, the family more. Which is interesting, because... As this season ends, all of the main three kids have now got no parents. No. And it seems like they're setting the third season up to kind of be like a redux of Seed of Chucky. Because the season ends with Jennifer Tilly is still inhabited by the Tiffany doll. Then we've got Chucky, a new Chucky back, which was hiding in the fucking bell doll. And then we've now got Caroline... As, like, dad replacement child. So it seems like they're setting it up for, like...
1: Well, kind of, it's like kind a new of family implied dynamic. towards the end of it as well that Chucky's gonna—he's planning on killing Tiff. Yeah. In Jennifer Tilly's body. Because
0: the Tiffany doll gets destroyed. R.I.P. That shit was so sad, man.
1: Rest in peace, Jennifer Tilly.
0: She got such a savage death. She did. That fucking... No,
1: Meg got a really savage I death. Mean... Meg Tilly got a fucking... Hacked to to
0: bits in front of her sister in a doll body. But like... So the Tiffany doll gets the David death from Bride of Chucky. It's just fucking splattered by a truck and there's just doll pieces everywhere. It's fucking brutal. But yeah, it kind of seems like that's setting up either like them becoming a family unit again or Caroline and Chucky finally killing Tiffany and Caroline and Chucky going on some kind of like rampage together. Yeah. I thought Caroline's heel turn was done perfectly.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Caroline's heel heel turn in this was amazing. And so unexpected. It was only when we got to the end and Chucky pulled off all of the wig and stuff. Yeah. Where he was dressed as the bride doll. Yeah. And I was like, we both turned to each other. Like, the fucking first Chucky we see like never appears again. Yeah,
0: the the ghost of Christmas past or whatever the fuck he's like called. Yeah. He calls himself, yeah.
1: And he—he's obviously in the doll, like had dressed as the bride doll the entire time because um, Lexi destroys the original one. Yeah. So I was—it was only then I was like, "Holy fucking shit!"
0: Yeah. It's
1: been Chucky this entire time, just hanging out with Caroline and basically slowly turning her. Yeah. So good.
0: And like it—it it kind of. Is a really great callback to their relationship in the first.
1: Yeah. Because,
0: like, the thing is, I low-key love Caroline as a character. I think she's one of the most interesting characters in the show. And, like, I said to you, the reason why she's so interesting is because you... If you really pay attention to the show, like, you're waiting for it to happen. Because I said to you, I said, I think it's... Like, they never outwardly say that she is on the spectrum. But I think it's fairly like well well like well signposted that she is meant to be potentially autistic and I said to you didn't I I was like they put so much shit on this poor fucking kid and like they take the fucking piss out of her basically not into in terms of like they they mock her but like they they expect so much from her and they give her so much shit that I'm like when she finally does turn I'm like yes this is fucking great and like she weirdly looks, like, I had to Google it so many times, the little girl who plays her looks so much like Fiona and Brad Dorif, like, in the face, that I'm like, is she related to them? Because you could, you could believe that, like, she is related to them, and, like, they, like, if he ever got back into, like, Brad Dorif's body, or if he ever, like, you know, if he ever took over Nika's body full-time, like, you could believe that they would be, like, an actual family. Um But, yeah, I, I thought that was really well done. And, like, the Christmas episode was fucking great. Yeah, I like, was going to say,
1: that was the other episode where really you started with me, was the Chucky, actually, episode.
0: It's the fucking bit where he kills her mum with yeah. that fucking chainsaw. He, like, goes full Art the Clown on her and splits her in half. It's really, like impressive for like network television like how violent it is and how long it goes on because there's like we were watching it and he's like hovering in the air for ages he's basically being held in the air by the chainsaw and like the scene before it when he's got the little chucky credit card and he buys you see him like phone in the number to buy the chainsaw from the fucking catalog is hilarious um also
1: it's quite nice as well because lexi gets her moment then as well yeah in she that fucking scene where she manages to where she fucking like rips him to shreds
0: there are so many scenes in this show where he gets yeeted as well yeah like there's a scene in i think one of the first couple of episodes where fucking devon yeets him across a bathroom like Falon just fucking boots him yeah it's really fucking funny
1: which is something we constantly bring up when are like what about fighting chuckie like you just yeet him don't you yeah He's tiny
0: One thing I will say, and it's the only, it's the only downfall of the Chucky franchise, and I think it's like the only downfall of really any of these killer doll things, is like when they're trying to set up tense scenes of like he's in a room with people that don't know he's alive. The tension of the whole people realizing he's alive thing doesn't work anymore. Because your brain is so trained to be like, he's either going to move or he's not. The like,
1: thing is, though, is that they don't do it as much. They don't really do it at all. I think there's only like one scene in this season where they actually use that. Because I think they're well aware. Yeah. That, like, it's just not, not and, flying anymore, is it?
0: And I think once they... Because they do it a lot in the first season. They kind of treat the audience as if... You're not supposed to know.
1: I think the reason they did that so much in the first season, though, was because there was... a, And there was. Like, I think they assumed it would kind of bring a new audience into Chucky. And it did as well. I know I know quite a few people who watched it who'd never seen a Chucky movie yeah. before. So that's why they got away with it in the first season was because there was a lot of people who this was like their introduction to Chucky.
0: What did you think of the main three characters in this season?
1: I love them all dearly. I felt so bad for Lexi for, like, Mm -hmm. a massive chunk of this season because she's really fucking going through it. Although I feel like out of the three of them, Lexi has the least amount of reasons to be really going through it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, they killed your boyfriend and your dad, like...
0: And framed the boyfriend for the murders. And
1: framed the boyfriend for the murders. But you still have a parent and your sister. You're not, like, poor Devin or fucking...
0: Um, jake. jake oh she doesn't even have those now does she, she
1: doesn't have them anymore <laughs> but she did yeah 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 um Jake's just trying his best day to day i feel like although and i'm pointing this out to you watching it jake got weirdly hedged Like, yes. there's a few shots where you see him from like the back and i'm like i swear he's a lot doesn't like broader.
0: Chucky make a comment about Chucky
1: it? Chucky makes a comment about it as well, and I was like, I fucking told you, he's definitely got bigger. Yeah. And Devon's just fucking adorable, like, legitimately, yeah. it's just a cutie pie.
0: If you gotta fight a killer doll on a Tuesday, your fucking arms better be swollen. Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then, then Devon's just adorable. Like, I love the three central kids in this franchise, like, I really do. I think they're. I feel like maybe sometimes the acting isn't the best. I'm looking at you, Jake. But even with that, they've improved quite a bit from season one, especially their kid who plays Jake.
0: Zachary Arthur. Zachary
1: Arthur. Um but I mean their kid actors, like they're yeah. never gonna be fantastic. Yeah. It's rare you will ever hear me completely praise a child actor. There are very few that I actually like. Um but they do really good with the material and they they, they <laughs> do a good job.
0: The kid who plays Caroline is fucking great.
1: The kid who plays Caroline is amazing. I think, yeah, I think the last one really heavily praised, like a child actor, was Stranger Things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the the two the two kid actors that have impressed me and shit recently in the last couple of years are McKenna Grace in anything.
1: Yeah, because
0: she fucking rules. Malignant, Ghostbusters, blah blah blah. I could go on because she's fucking great. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think the kid who plays Caroline in this is fucking great as well because she has to do like a lot of weird. Not weird stuff, but there's, like, a lot of situational stuff with her in this show. Yeah, there's,
1: like, it's very difficult for a kid to shoot. Yeah, she has
0: to play it, like, completely straight. Like, everything that she's doing and saying comes completely normal to her. Um, Especially, like, not so much in this one, because there's... You don't see her a lot in this one. I think she's in the first two episodes, and then she's in the last, last episode. episode. You don't. See I don't her think for the rest she's the in the
1: second episode. I think yeah. she's in the first and last episode. You don't
0: see her for the rest of the season. Mm. Whereas in like the first season, there's the scene where that like, she's playing video game, like the classic scene where she's playing video games of him, and he's in the like in the onesies, and then like the scene where he like says to her about killing Lexi, and she's I'm like, "I'm gonna
1: kill your sister yeah. if
0: I can." And then like in this one, it's no, like
1: I'm tired. a
0: lot of like, especially the way that she talks at the end because she kind of gets to deliver like a villain monologue which she is does which fucking is absolutely great hilarious um two things i noticed about the two things i noticed about this season more than the first season um i didn't like the relationship between devon and jake in this se- in the season as much as the first season i and feel purely... like they
1: added a lot of unnecessary drama into jake and devon's relationship yeah. this season and which that was... was like We've got enough going on. We didn't need the relationship drama as well. Yeah.
0: It felt like after the first season, when it took so long for them to get together, it felt like they manufactured a lot of stuff to have them at each other's throats in a season when they should have been united. Like they basically gave the whole audience what they wanted at the end of the first season, which was them together. And then they went, well, we need to create conflict. And it's a lot of them just doing like, sad boy shit this season and like being at each other's throats and I was just like come on man like I don't I just I could have just I could have just done with it I being mean, like be dialed back a little I bit. I feel
1: like that's basically what teen relationships are like. It's been a long time since I was a teenager and I didn't date anyone until I was fifteen, sixteen. So I feel like I'm not really the greatest person to look at for mm. that kind of stuff. But um, I feel like that's what teen relationships are like whenever I look at like, my cousins and stuff. Mm-hmm. like They're very fucking dramatic. Yeah. And everything is the end of the world and like super sad times.
0: Mm-hmm. And so the... I guess
1: that's just what teen relationships are like.
0: Yeah. And the other thing I noticed this season was I noticed that uh, Chucky was the human kid a lot more in this.
1: Yeah. So there's a
0: lot more seasons. I cannot for the life of me remember what the name of the kid is. It's Josh somebody i think who plays who oh. plays like the stunt chucky the and, stunt Chucky, and i noticed in this one it was a lot more obvious in certain scenes where like chucky was running away or chucky was jumping on someone yeah you can that it, see was that was, like, it was like it was the actual person rather than the doll um but yeah i think i think my main criticisms with this season was There was a lot of spinning plates. It got really, really fucking weird this season. And I think, like, they threw a lot of stuff at the wall that didn't necessarily stick. And I think a lot of characters got a lot of short shrift this season. Like...
1: Uh, Jacob Breeden. Yeah, there
0: you go. I think, like, Nika pissed me off a lot more in this season (gasps) than she did in the first one. Like, I... When they gave her the fucking robot arms loved, and all that shit. I loved
1: Nika this like, season.
0: I think Nika could've... I actually
1: gave a shit about Nika this season.
0: Yeah, this season I was just not into it with her. Like, I don't really see the point in bringing Andy and Kyle back other than the fact that they are obviously the legacy characters. Their inclusion in this season didn't really drive the story forward. And you could have literally given them, like, a breather th- for a season like the season literally opens with the assumption that Kyle is dead and like Andy driving a fucking Well, I
1: don't think it we don't think we were ever supposed to believe that um Kyle was dead because uh, Andy abandons her to go to New Jersey, doesn't he? Yeah.
0: The only thing that made me think that that w- the assumption was that she was dead was at the beginning when he's in the truck. He drives the truck off the cliff and as he says it, he says this is for Kyle. This is for what you did.
1: But I feel I feel like that's just so, a reference to the first movie. I was
0: like, "Are we supposed to believe that she's sure, dead?"
1: Carry on. But
0: yeah, so I would have personally just had that mystery not solved for a season. Like Andy drove the thing off a cliff, and you don't see what I happens to I mean, we don't see dolls.
1: Andy for a massive chunk of this. It's like season. what?
0: Four episodes, five episodes. When's he come back? Five, so six, he episodes
1: comes back during he has risen, which is episode five, six. Mm. Five's Doll on Doll.
0: Yeah, yeah, so episode six. So he's there for the last two episodes, He's not because he's not in the Christmas episode, He's not in the
1: Christmas he? episode. So he's only in three episodes, really, yeah. and he, he's gone very quickly in episode one. And same with, I mean, we see more of Kyle this season, because mm-hmm. Kyle is more about, but not massively. Like, we don't really see Kyle yeah. until Doll on Doll or the end of um, Death <coughs> on Denial. Yeah,
0: like, don't get me wrong, I wasn't, like, it didn't make me angry that they were in it. I was just like, you could have just... There was already enough characters and enough plot in this one that you I could have just sat them out them for there, so a season. Whatever. and like they randomly bring the teacher back from the first one uh, yeah, from the first season they do. at the
1: end. And I love her. So the actress who plays her, his name has escaped me, but she um, is originally from um, Annie Briggs. There we go. Is originally from Carmilla. Well, not originally, like she's done other yeah. stuff, but she's from Carmilla, which is a, for anyone who doesn't know, like a YouTube uh, vampire retelling of the book Carmilla yeah. Vampire.
0: So I assume she's going to be like in care of the children.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming she's going to become like foster mom for the children. Also, it's like heavily, it was anyway, so it's outright stated at the end of this season that she knew that Chucky was the killer. Mm hmm. Cause she she literally then they're like you won't believe us but the doll's alive and she's literally like I knew it
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and we're all like oh she because well, we we mentioned I think when we did the first season of like why did, is she so suspicious
0: yeah because there was a theory that she was Glenn Glenda I like, think it
1: was just because she was ginger
0: yeah but that was a theory that was like perpetuated online before they showed Cast them in the second Glenn season Glenda, yeah um. I thought that episode, there's, so there's the, I can't remember which like, the name of the episode. I think it's the second to last episode. I think it's the one where they're exercising Chucky, Mm. where they do the whole thing with, like, Glenn's in hospital, and they have the Mm Glenn doll... And I think that's No, that's
1: in the last episode before Chucky actually I can't think what the episode's called, but it's like the yeah. the last real episode of yeah. the season before we get the Christmas special episode. So I
0: thought that I thought that whole scene was really sad when the nurse walked in and, and like, the Glenn two and of Glenda them are dead like on the
1: bed, yeah. Dead
0: and then Tiffany's walking out with the the, the Glenn doll in the suitcase. Yeah. Because um, I really like Lachlan Watson. I, th- I think Lachlan Watson's a really good actor, and I think that they did a really good job in this in this show. And I think as well, like, if you've seen Seed, there are scenes in Seed where Glenn is obviously struggling with, like, their sexuality. And, like, there are scenes where Glenn, that Glendole Dole is dressed like a boy, and there are scenes where Glenn, Glenn Dole is dressed like a girl like, they have that conversation in that film. Which is really fucking hilarious when you think about it, that that movie came out in 2004. But not a single person who was a fan of the franchise on the internet decided then that the show was... The films were woke and were trying to push an LGBTQ Babe, we're agenda. we're not coming
1: into it. Until Just the don't. TV series. Just don't.
0: But I digress. Um And I think, like, the way that that discussion is then brought forward... And displayed as the two very distinct halves of the, the character in the series is really interesting. Do
1: you know else I love? And I'm surprised AI haven't seen shit online about it, because I'm surprised no one's complained. But like there's a very, very quick comment in this film, in this film, in the show, uh, which I'm not even saying implies outright states. Glenn and Glenda are polyamorous. Yes.
0: They're and both just, dating like, Paul. They're
1: both dating Paul. And literally it's just like it's a quick but like oh, who are you dating, Paul? They were both dating, Paul. And then that's it. It's never mentioned again, and I really like that because I feel like it's one of those things that never really gets discussed in TV as, like, the idea of polyamorous relationships. Yeah,
0: and I love the fact that it's also done through the prism of, like, the idea that they represent two halves of the same person. Like, in that sense of, like, Glenn and Glenda are both technically the same person mm-hmm. but like two halves of the same person mm-hmm. so it's not like done in a in a way of like we're twins but we're dating the same person it's like well yeah he would be dating both of them because they are both the same person essentially but like, that's not the yeah. point i was trying no. to
1: make what i was trying to make was it it's nice to see yeah. like a, a like a, a non-joke brush off the shoulder representation of polyamorous relationships yeah like, okay, yes, then technically they are the same person, but also their boyfriend wouldn't know that. hmm Yeah. But that was really cool. Because there's been a few recently where, like, I know there's been a few comments by showrunners after shows have finished where they've mentioned that certain people are actually in polyamorous relationships and then when shows have come back. They've swept it under the
0: rug. For those of you that don't understand that reference, Lee doesn't like the fact that Dean Devlin copped out on making some fucking weird human triangle on fucking Leverage.
1: Hartison, Parker and Elliot Spencer are perfect together and the fact that they tried to brush it under the rug and give Elliot a girlfriend in the new season makes me upset. Especially seeing as as when the show ended, they basically confirmed that OT3 was canon. It's fine.
0: For the six people out there of you that still watch Leverage.
1: It got a second season on the renewal, so don't. It's obviously quite popular.
0: I'd love to know how much Aldis Hodges in the second season. What with my man being Hawkman and all. He's
1: been in two episodes so far out of the five because he's in the first one and he's in the fourth one.
0: Oh, do you know what? I didn't tell but you. He's this. going
1: to space, so he's probably not going to be the rest of the season.
0: I I didn't tell you this. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very vague about this because I'm this isn't a Black Adam spoilers podcast. Somebody mentioned in a review the other day. they were like. Isn't it really funny that a certain character dies to save the life of the one character who has rebirth powers?
1: Yes.
0: So there's one character in that film that dies Yeah. and it's saving the other character I just mentioned. Okay, ha- but I, do, I, don't, yeah.
1: I don't really care, baby. I didn't really need to bring it up now. Yeah. I didn't know is, that about that character. It's so only I know because, shit all about Black Adam. It's only
0: because he mentioned Aldous Hodge and I was like, oh yeah. Like,
1: I fucking love Aldous Hodge, man really
0: do. My man got the shit kicked out of him with the Invisible Man. I fucking love him. Um, anyway, we're not talking about that. So what what were your what were your main things that you did like about this season and what were your main things that you didn't like about this season? Did um, you have many cons this season?
1: <laughs> it was a bit slow to start. I think it's like a big one for me. Um, I didn't like Devin Sawa's character this season.
0: Yeah, can we just talk about this for a second? So... They brought this motherfucker back. No one th-
1: addresses the fact that he looks like his dad in Yeah, this, this is what like, I was about to say. Nobody mentions it. They
0: bring this motherfucker back in this show. For a where, third character. Where everything is meta as fuck. And people are looking like people, people are disguised as a dude. Playing another dude and all that shit. But not one point does anyone... Even they could have just looked at him and gone you look really familiar. He played two characters in the first season and they were both related to Jake and not one motherfucker looks at this guy and goes, you look familiar. Yeah. Yeah, and it really pissed me off. But um, I, yeah, I agree with you. I thought his character, I didn't like his, but then to be fair, I don't like any of the characters that he's played in the show because they're all fucking Um, But for me,
1: his character in this represented like a massive part of religion that I fucking hate uh, whereas sister Catherine represents like, yeah. a part
0: of religion that I do actually quite like. Although I will say if you want to see the best sequence of Devon Sauer in this show, skip to episode seven, about three quarters of the way through the episode, my man gets into a cassock, but takes his shirt off. There's, he's, he's looking like jacked Chucky and then he puts his cassock and his little collar on. There you go. That will unlock things. I'm just saying, um, Sorry, continue.
1: Uh, can you have done without the teenage angst breakup? Do I actually like my boyfriend drama? Um, I didn't like Sister Ruth, but like we did need some evil characters this season, I guess. The whole plot line with Chucky and his therapist was a bit odd. Yeah. It doesn't really...
0: That was just strange to me. Um, also, how long has this bitch been around? Because the implication is that she... Well, not the implication. They flat out say that she's his therapist when he was was a kid. kid, But like, I don't think that bitch has ever been mentioned in the rest of the franchise. She's just another character that's meant to have been there the whole time and just randomly pops up.
1: Yeah. Um, But outside of that, I really enjoyed the rest of it. Like I loved, I loved how meta this season got with like the whole Jennifer Tilly is Jennifer Tilly, but it's actually Tiffany inside Jennifer Tilly's body, even though Jennifer Tilly played her in Bride of Chucky, which is referenced Mm -hmm. that she is played by Jennifer Tilly. And then they're like, yeah, you've been different ever since the Bride of Chucky film, when obviously Tiff had taken her over.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's just odd. It's a Seed movie, isn't it, where it's implied that she's taken over Jennifer Tully's body.
0: Yeah.
1: And I loved all of that. I liked all the little meta-references. I loved loved Death on Denial. I think Death on Denial is the best episode of the show to date. Because it's just such... I like a whodunit murder mystery. And the fact that it is framed like an Ad of Agatha Christie film just makes me so happy.
0: Plus, it's also good to see Jennifer Tilly get the spotlight for a yeah, change. Yeah. Because she's just fucking wonderful. Tiff
1: is my favourite character across the board. I fucking love Jennifer Tilly. Um, or Tiffany, we don't know. Maybe, maybe Jennifer Tilly is actually Tiffany. <laughs> and this has all been like a secret. Ha ha, we got you, bitches. Mm. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think that's my favourite episode by far. Um, but no, overall, I really quite enjoyed this season. I just wish it had been a bit quicker to pick up the pace.
0: Yeah, like, this is the thing. Also,
1: I didn't particularly like the Catholic school setting, to be honest.
0: Yeah, like, this is the thing. It's like a second season. Like, this is G2, people. Like, you don't have to, like, spend episodes, like, setting shit up. Like, we've just spent a whole season, like, eight hours with these characters. You can just go, boom, here we go, and we're off to the races. Like you don't need to like reestablish relationships or like motives or new settings and things like that, and I think it did take a little bit of time to get going, but once it got going, like the first season the first the first season, like the last few episodes are really, really good, and I think with this season as well, the last few episodes are really, really good, and if it wasn't for I was ready about halfway through this season to call this one like a dud, I was like, nah I'm like I'm out. And then the last few episodes kicked in, and I was like, if it wasn't for those last few episodes, I think this conversation would have gone a lot differently. Yeah,
1: I think one thing that really did annoy me a little bit, actually, though, was, so we got introduced to Glenn Glenda at the end of episode two. Yeah. They pop up, and, like, it's how the episode ends. And then the entirety of episode three happens, with nary a mention. Yeah. Like, they don't click, like, most of the time up until then, they'd been kind of clicking back and forth between the Jennifer and the... The between the Tiffany and the Jackie plot line and then yeah episode three nothing because they literally and I was like I've had to wait an entire episode for the payoff on Glenglender uh-huh. and I was so I, ha- I haven't seen Seed but I was so excited for that character and I was pissed I had to wait a whole fucking episode I know they did it on purpose fully aware I'm looking at you Don Mancini. Uh, but yeah, it did wind me up because I was like, "How dare you leave me on that cliffhanger and then not pay it off for a whole episode?"
0: So Don Mancini has said that obviously they're hoping for a season three renewal. If not, he's just going to continue the ideas that he has in an in another film. Like, what do you think? Where do you think they go from here? Would you be happy with a season three, or would you be happy for these characters to be put into a film?
1: I would be happy either way to be honest. <sighs> As long as I get more of those three kids, because they're fucking great and more Chucky, Mm -hmm. I'll be happy. But I do want the payoff of the whole Chucky Caroline thing. Mm -hmm. It's the only thing. I want the payoff of that.
0: I also think... I
1: want cutaways to uh, Gigi, just like
0: being a doll in London. But like in the way that they film Wayne's World when Wayne and Garth go to London and it's clearly them on a fucking green screen just like hanging out and body doubles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've also just realised that Chucky is now the third major horror icon to go to New York.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So next year we'll have two horror icons running around New York, cutting people up, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think it would be too much to put all of these characters and tie everything up into a film. I think they need to do at least one more season of this. Because there's a lot of unresolved stuff in the second season, and I think if they tried to cram it all into a film, it would like it would be a mess. Um, I'm happy, like I'm happy to see a third season because I think it's going to be interesting because all the kids are still in New Jersey and Chucky's in fucking New York with Jennifer Tilly, well Tiffany and, Caroline. and like Caroline. Mm. Yeah. Gigi's in London. She's been po- shipped off in the post. Yeah, To London. I really just want, like... I really want the third season to kind of be like Hawkeye. Where, like, Chucky's just hanging out in New York. And, like, Caroline's filling the Kate Bishop role. And, like, Tiffany's kind of like Yelena. She's just there to fuck everybody's day up. And, like, Chucky's taking fucking Caroline to see Rogers the Musical. And they've got a dog. And they're, like, wearing Christmas sweaters. And, like, I just want to see... Like, I want to see how that dynamic plays out, like, long term... Because you've only seen Caroline and Chucky in, like, specific episodes together, but not for a very long time. I
1: do like it's implied as well that Chucky has basically told Caroline that he's actually her dad and Tiff's actually <laughs> her mum. Do
0: you know what? I, do you know what the weirdest fucking thing about this scenario is? I don't know if it's stranger that she believes that Chucky is her dad or that she believes that Chucky is her dad while he's a doll. Mm. Because I like, I don't know how old Caroline is meant to be, but I think it's fucking fascinating that a doll has explained to her that she has a human mother and a doll dad and the kid's just gone, sure.
1: I'm sure he bullshit his way around
0: it. Somehow. Yeah, I'm sure like, he gave like, her the old... Uh, I was
1: actually human, I got trapped in a doll body.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he gave her the old OE Dewey, Demdala de bollocks. like he was... And you actually see her performing that at the end when she's trying to put herself in the body that he breaks out of because you see Tiffany doing the Awe Dewey and uh, kiddos reading the fucking Voodoo for Dummies book which uh, which is a great callback
1: it is a great uh, callback to Bride fucking amazing
0: callback to Bride and that's when Chucky's all like nah, nah, nah. he's coming out the fucking doll and he's ripping all the shit away
1: and pulling the wig off yeah
0: it's fucking great so what would you what would you rate season two of Chucky out of like five how many actors are you giving uh, out of five? <sighs>
1: Oh we're gonna give it a four just 'cause it was slow to start and there was a few plot lines that I felt like could have been trimmed off. Yes. But I think all all, all together it was a really good season.
0: Yeah. I think I'm gonna give it a three two. It had some gnarly kills. A
1: three two?
0: I'm giving it a three two. Is in a I three it as four. Oh, I'm giving it a three. Sorry, I thought you said a three. I said four, so I'm webs. giving it a three. Um I think it was slow to start. I think a lot of the newer characters were really annoying. I'm looking at you, Nadine.
1: Don't come um, I fucking love I her. was
0: really disappointed when they split Glenn and Glenda back into the doll. Um just because I really like L- Lachlan Watson's performance. Yeah. Um I thought some of the kills were really good. I loved the par- Caroline payoff. Um, I loved the fact that Lexi's mum finally bit it. And oh, I like she's a bitch. I liked the different variations of Chucky. Like bald Chucky is my hero i now have a version of chucky that i can cosplay as which i'm very excited about um looking like a fucking crazy mr potato head um so yeah i think overall like it was a much wackier much messier season than the first one but i'm hoping they can right the ship and refocus it um for the third season if they get a third season hashtag renew chucky um so, yeah, that's our thoughts on Chucky Season 2. If you guys have seen it, like, what did you think? Like, what were your highlights? Did you enjoy the second season as much as the first? Are you looking forward to a third season? A um, Couple of things. Go and check out our friends, The Horror Bandwagon. They did episodes on every... They did YouTube videos reacting to every single episode. So you can go back and watch all of those and see that individual thoughts on each individual episode. And this coming Monday, um, the 5th of December, our friends at The Horror Friendly Podcast are doing an episode on the original child's play so if you want more chucky content those are your two go-to places um we will be back on friday the 2nd of december where we will be looking at our best films of 2022 our best horror films of 2022 and then we will be back on monday with our first episode of december december is our horror comic book month and we will be looking at the 2002 adaptation of from hell so stay tuned for that um Once again, thank you to everyone for continuing to support us, continuing to leave nice comments, do all that jazz that you normally do. Um, We are still on Twitter at S-I-M-A-H-F pod. We are on Tumblr and Instagram at Samaradahorafan, all lowercase, all one word. You can find a link in all the bios on all of those social medias to all the places where you can find the podcast. Um, And just once again, thank you everyone for your continued support and uh, we will see you soon. Stay spooky, stay safe, take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.